0: To Fresh Take. You are listening to Nostalgia Jelaine on the Fresh Take Network. <music>
1: Welcome to Fresh Take Nostalgia Lane. Joshua, Adam, I'm with, with the talents of sexy, dangerous Devonir.
0: It's Devon Seal. I got, I got some thoughts, more like theories. A lot of theories. A lot of theories. Yeah, it's really hard if, if we're going to talk about a slow right now. Well, of course we are. But
1: Papa Filoni took us and just wrapped us up in a blanket and lulled us into another galaxy far, far away. As a don't worry, I'll take
0: care of you. That was more convincing than the sequel trilogy planets that we went to. Yeah. I like wanted to know not even close. By the not way, even... Dev,
1: because it, it's been a second since I watched Rebels, so that the statues there, who were those statues of? I think I know, but I want you to confirm it for me.
0: On the planet Meridian? Yes. I don't know. Okay. Why? What did you think they were? The Wills? Oh shit! I this is this is getting to the point of that Star Wars lore. I have I know nothing about, so you can tell me everything that you know, and I'll. I'll it's take from it Rebels again. Value. I,
1: I think I got to do a rewatch of Rebels. I might do that this week, of kind of going back and maybe watching some of the important episodes because it just is flowing right over my head. I right. I distinctly remember everything from Dathomir and Clone Wars. I actually, it's weird. I watch Rebels and I do remember stuff from Rebels. I distinctly remember stuff from Clone Wars for whatever reason way better than Rebels.
0: You were like actively watching Clone Wars? I was actually kind of just... watching
1: both, but I just for whatever reason I connected more and remember more with Clone Wars.
0: Well, some of the arcs that they they dealt with were way more tangible when they came out because we were dealing in like a post prequel era where it was the only star wars we had for a while and it was like oh that connects to this part of the movie even
1: even the one still one of my favorite clone war episodes is when um they go to uh what's the kyber crystal planet oh ilum ilum they go to ilum and they have all the the young the younglings getting their kyber crystals
0: yep loved it
1: that was one of my favorite episodes was watching the younglings get their kyber
0: crystals a lot of that stuff basically cemented um, well-known legend stuff, yeah, and just basically put it on TV for us. Like there was I think it's pretty well known well known now, but had Clone Wars gone on long enough, they were going to introduce the yuzong bong.
1: Mm, what's that?
0: That's the species that the New Jedi Order books that I read were all about that don't use the force from another galaxy. Uh, so I read, you know, all twenty-one of those books, and it was do you, like. Do you think was, now was, that uh, James,
1: the James Mangold show that he's doing, that's in that High Republic era? Do you think now Foloni will be a consultant on those shows with those Legends canons you're talking about with those books?
0: Okay, so New New Jedi Order was set after New Jedi Order was set, basically the same time frame as the sequel trilogy, so okay. it was Han and Han and Leia's kids. Okay um and like Luke and Leia are all kind of like in their mid mid ages right um the High Republic is like 5,000 years before the movies so it's gonna borrow really heavily off of the Old Republic games or that that kind of medium probably like if best case scenario we get like Revan
1: yeah I think we will
0: so which is like was already kind of hinted at being canon because there was like a tease in, in Obi-Wan, oh, The Rise of Skywalker I think Rise or something like that. Hmm. But uh, uh
1: and yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm just this up I actually wrote notes today because I'm like I'm going to write notes so we can actually some people are like oh you forgot this and this and this I'm like okay I'm going to try to We did we did forget we
0: did forget this this and this because last episode my earth was out of sync i was like crying halfway through the episode like i was a mess i missed so much i think you were
1: right about one thing though which is what anakin was
0: it has to be his force ghost
1: i think it was his force ghost yeah and um it's interesting just the way that he got redeemed and i think he's trying to avoid the issues that you know others had to go through hmm you made it you made another point about him being a force ghost and i can't remember now but it was so good and i heard well he
0: didn't know about he didn't know about the siege of mandalore because he wasn't there there you go that's the one thank you yeah he, he, like, he oh it's
1: all her thought i'm like no
0: no no that was literally a force ghost that's like really clearly a force ghost um
1: so then i i wonder if it was the world between worlds that i don't know if it was the world between worlds worlds
0: uh i think it is even and though I don't ghosts completely understand,
1: can cease there.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. I think. Well, I think the the world between worlds is essentially. It's kind of like a manifestation. It's like a physical location of the force, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm not saying that like you know force force ghosts live there like in Harry Potter, uh, but for them to show up and, and exert themselves and exert their will, like I I think that's it's totally it's totally tangible that they can exist in that world kind of without limit, more or less. They can take advantage of thoughts and memories and replace scenarios and uh, other from other people uh, without the limitations of them being in the real world, right? And it, like every time we've seen a Force Ghost, more or less they come in like really fleeting moments in dire need, right? Like we saw like we hear Obi-wan Kenobi uh in new hope right and then we only really see flashes of other jedi in the real world we don't see like because if, if it was that easy then wouldn't force ghosts just be all over the place all the time in the real world yeah,
1: yeah you're
0: right so it can't be it can't be that easy that's why they only get like snippets of them but in mm-hmm. the world between worlds i think because it's it, it has to be really in tune with the force the rules are going to be slightly different
1: And I think you could also say it was Anakin's force ghost that pulled her into the world between worlds, much like Ezra did before with her fight with Vader. Right. So it's kind of a similar parallel of, sure. No, you know, yeah. So maybe that's a similar situation there. And then I guess, Jason, the connection that he had to the force, you can, which makes, which I still don't like that Hera heard it, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I didn't like
0: that either, but that, that, it needs to reinforce the fact that like anybody can become a force user. It's not sexually uh, transmitted. <laughs> it's not. It's not space diabetes. You can test and put in a computer.
1: Um. So yeah, that episode still. I really like this episode. Like you said, like this was, this was just a mix of a lot of grounded Star Wars stuff that you love. Yes. Uh, you know, like fun new species right jedi stuff good battles good lore interesting uh new designs for troopers Thrawn, a holy shit oh
0: my it and you know what it is it and like it answered some questions it was like five you know it was it was 30 answering questions 10 percent fan service and like 60 percent more questions that make us want to watch the next episode
1: when he when he walks down and the troopers are like thrown 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 like
0: oh that like, I was sick
1: this is like the third i gotta see i don't know if filoni directed this episode but no, compared to not. like the sh- the shot that we had last week with vader this shot holy shit was good like the cinematography on this is so well done and yeah man thrawn we've had this like we've been searching you know throughout the years you had the the evolution of villains right because you look for people to take the baton right so just kind of like bear with me i you know you went from like vader for the longest time and you know maybe there's some people in the 80s that you could say to take it but realistically you know you would have like a hans gruber or more likely um hannibal Lecter take it right yep and then there's no one that really takes that villain crown for a long ass time until, like, probably Voldemort, right?
0: Sure. That's a great, that's a, I would not have thought of him, but that's absolutely the right answer. And
1: then Voldemort, as far as a modern villain, kind of held like the modern villain thing down until Thanos took it.
0: Yep. Okay. I'm, so good. I'm to have the, I'm the
1: championship you. belt. And now Ron <laughs> is coming for that belt.
0: Oh, I think Thrawn's already taken it. Like he just went, so that's mine. I thank you for holding on to it for me and yeah. this is what we're going to do now. Yeah. This So like there's I don't know if this is a perfect episode. Um I'm I'm still really iffy on the whole space whales and the other galaxy don't aspect. Don't worry,
1: Thrawn Thrawn if he sees it he's just going to blow it up.
0: But the way that everything in this episode was staged, if you had given me an extra 30 or 40 minutes worth, that really should have been episode seven of Force Awakens. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Like even just the crab people, really great design, really cute, really well fleshed out. I i want a toy of the crab people. Do I ever want a toy of the porgs? No, I want a toy of the crab people. I'm just
1: waiting for someone to do a video of the South Park song with them. Crap,
0: people, crap, people. Taste like crap, look like people. It's probably already out there, yeah. um, but let's go back to your, your like the intro to Thron was just like really, really mesmerizing, mm-hmm. and the chanting was cool. His lieutenant is like that that's how people felt about boba fett the first time they saw boba fett yeah was who is this stormtrooper with a gold mask why does he have a gold mask why is it exactly like the guy from gladiator who got his head chopped off Mm -hmm. so maybe there's some foreshadowing and then it was like you're looking at all these stormtroopers who are really really well designed who are like fusing their armor with gold some of them have broken armor some of them had this i have a theory on them too
1: so you know how merrick it looked like he was forged by night sister magic right how wonderful the troopers are too
0: he does talk about how his numbers have dwindled significantly so it makes it sound like there's been a lot of battles with these raiders or Mm. bandits maybe maybe there's another um spaceship in in the on the planet that they've been fighting Mm. uh but either way like that's one of those things that just like it it makes me ask questions that i really want to know the answers to
1: i loved the um the night sister build or the night mothers that brought me back they look great that brought me back to dathomir and that whole mall Sega again that i love so much in clone wars and adding the lore to that and the connection that the, the night sisters and the night mothers, whatever, are gonna have to thrawn as well. And the power that he has with the magic to go against yeah. the Jedi is another level that you can add to the power that Thrawn has. He's already as the smartest, maybe man in the galaxy and one of the best tacticians there is. But now that he yes, has yeah. this level of the night sister magic, it's an entirely right. different ball game
0: so it brings up a lot of really cool fan theories that had popped up basically mere minutes after the episode in terms of so far with what we know, it seems like the night sisters and magic with a K are actually from another galaxy and have nothing to do with the force. Mm -hmm. So in this galaxy that they're on now, they don't have the force. Maybe they have magic and then to take Were it further, we to
1: interrupt. Were they not like the the three uh, witches or underground people from Hercules?
0: Oh, the um the Fates, kind of, yeah, <laughs> kind of the Fates. Yo, that would be a tight little crossover right there. Um, yeah.
1: Anyway, sorry. Continue. So
0: to take to take it a, to take it a little bit further. Um. So I guess the question is like, well, why does Maul have act? Why does why is Maul a force user then? Well, a lot of the canon has kind of changed around. The, the witches as well as the Zebrax, which I think is what Darth Maul is. And there's another species called the Iridonians. And they look like Maul, but they have brown skin with lighter tattoos. And there's one, there's a really famous Jedi in the Old Republic um, cutscenes. He was like the master of the main female Jedi who was the lead of the game. And the theory is that when the Night Sisters came into our galaxy, they found a species that was most similar to them, which would have been these Iridonians or the Zabrak, whatever. These basically these species with the horns, and then they started stealing them and breeding them, and that's how we have Maul and, and the witches of Dathomir, basically. So they're kind of like a hybrid of these like extra galaxy p- beings and then Star Wars species. So that's like good enough for me. Yeah, just one theory I read online. I was like, okay, that <laughs> I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, the theories. I mean, this, this is not quite Mephisto level level theories that we had that were going on here, but uh there is a lot of theories going around. And I think this kind of opened a gate. I think we have what two episodes left.
0: Yeah, there's eight in this series,
1: and then the finale will go the same week as Loki. Which, but just a side note, um because we're not really doing the rundown. We're just doing a right now. Loki, terrible decision. <laughs>
0: Thursdays that's a rough one
1: yeah I don't like it going against football too
0: that's what I immediately thought of Mm -hmm. don't understand that do not understand that yeah Tuesdays is like a nice little carve out because like
1: wait for Ahsoka to be done yeah and then just take the Ahsoka spot just go right there perfect
0: well if you were really smart so we get two more weeks of a uh, we get two more weeks of Ahsoka right so that takes us into October yep we always talk about how like Disney for a long time really made us like they would give you one show at the beginning of the month and they give you like a three week break to make you pay for the whole month. Yeah. Why not? So the, 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 or the finale of Ahsoka is going to be October 3rd. Yes. Why would they not just premiere Loki in November and make you pay for all of October?
1: Exactly. Cause I don't really know what you have I mean, Echo got pushed to January now. Not that I'm like theming for for Echo, but
0: and then you have so like even if it's like November first, which is a Wednesday, November seventh, fourteenth, twenty-first, twenty-eighth. Um. Then you have basically the finale on the twenty unboxing day, or January second. Even better, like Mm -hmm. that's some really good timing if you think about it.
1: I mean, apparently, Skeleton Crew is supposed to come out in two thousand twenty-three as well.
0: (laughs) Okay, we'll see. (laughs) Uh, and we it's get the digital. The, it's to the point now. It's to the point now. I don't believe. No. Anytime anyone ever says something about to do with Star Wars is coming out on such and such a date, I don't believe it. I don't even like want to know it. I just don't. So don't even tell me a date anymore because they've they haven't stuck with a date for like ten years. I'm
1: gonna move back on to Ahsoka, but the last kind of rundown thing is, I was thinking about this other day for the 2024,
0: uh, year and most anticipated. I'm like, are we gonna be able to do that? no, we're just going to run back half of the things from 2023.
1: I was just like, here's the video games we're excited for, and comics and books. Maybe some albums.
0: Albums. Albums don't even make sense anymore because they just show up one day. Like, Drake's released like two albums this year.
1: I should note that as we're doing this tomorrow that the writers are meeting, and potentially the next time we come on this pod, the strike could be over. Hopefully. (sighs) Hopefully. Anyways. um, Our boy Balin. Oh my God. Man, every single thing like it, it's so interesting. To hear. You talked about the um, Tales of the Jedi for a ba- I need this Tales of the Jedi for Balin. It sucks that Ray won't be alive to voice him. That fucking because his delivery—he's good. I thought of a few things in this. I'm like, number one, when we get to the Emmys next year, I just want Ray nominated, just so he can right. say he was nominated because he's so good, and just his idea of like he's like i missed the idea of the order but yes. not the lie i'm like that is oh my you god who this sounds so like good.
0: that you know who sounds like that fucking dooku do
1: thank you i was you beat me to it dooku sounds especially the tales of the jedi side of things that we had
0: there's been a lot and- of theories as to who his master is oh yeah uh mace windu seems to be like a leading candidate.
1: Well, Dooku also probably wouldn't turn, but Pelps got in his ear. Um because I think I, I think if because with Balin, I think the reason he doesn't go full sif is because you know he kind of flees the order as, as the temple burns down, as he talked about, right? During you know, Order 66. Yes. And so he didn't really have that sif that like Palpatine wasn't looking at him. And there's not really any Sith to go and kind of take him over because I believe really the only Sith that were there were Palpatine and,
0: and, and Anakin at that point. Um, um, we're, okay, so whenever he was talking about the Order, yeah. I kept yelling. I was I was home alone this evening. I kept yelling at the TV, show me Order 66, you cowards. Like I wanted a live action. I wanted live action. Bailing. I need
1: another cut. I've seen the Grogu I... cut. I've seen
0: the Kanan cut. I need another one exactly like i was you know they're teasing us with this like you know it's going to come sooner or later but we can discuss him as a character all day long and is
1: that a reason too why he doesn't believe in the lie anymore like you mentioned maybe dooku um and the, the values he has there and we saw, saw some of that in tales of the jedi but i wonder if he was at the temple and he saw anakin turn and because of seeing a guy like the chosen one an anakin yeah if that made him not believe because, I mean, he he mentioned, you know, knowing Anakin a little bit to Ahsoka yeah. on the fight there. So I wonder if seeing Anakin turn to the dark side made him lose faith because it doesn't seem like he's a fit,
0: Sith. And I still no, don't he, know. Think... He says a lot. Of, he's 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 insinuated like basically once every episode that they are not Sith and they're not Jedi. They're mercenaries. And even um, he says that. He but a... I, I have a theory, man. Should I have it? a theory. Um, i think
1: he is i think he he's fighting it but i think he's not a sith he's not a sith no he's not i think shin is going to be
0: a jedi by the end of this yes by the way. yes that's my theory yeah she keeps they, she keeps asking about the order she keeps mm-hmm. uh insinuating that what they're doing like what she, what she's being taught are are jedi morals mm-hmm. She is so interested in what it meant to be a jedi or like what it was like to growing up and all these stories that he heard of the other galaxy and we actually saw her blink for i think what might have been the first time this whole show this episode yeah yeah when she was listening to him talk about the order she's turning into it i think she's turning into a jedi and i'm fucking so here for it i, I don't i'm down you know who'd be you know who'd be a a great uh, new Skywalker, this bitch. Oh my god! Like screw Ray, get rid of Ray. You I know what? This girl.
1: We were talking about the sequel stuff after this. This could have been yeah. Ray, because you and I, you and I were talking about all these levels of the sequel you could have had. Like, give me Poe. I still want Poe.
0: Yeah. But even Po's like with
1: Finn, we talked about like the level of showing the stormtrooper protocol, right, and building that up of them kind of more or less being child slaves more or less right and, and
0: put into oh, this having and grow and, like, having growing up grow up on the star destroyer or yeah. whatever yeah even
1: whoever that girl was maybe lando's daughter from rise of the rise of skywalker and stuff that she went to like that stuff was interesting sure. to kind of you know intrigue into that and then even as we were talking about like you build up with luke in that boba fett episode i was like yeah this is my nephew ben Ben Solo. It's like, uh, what? And then just to kind of follow that journey. And even when we go we get to see the old dude that says, oh, she's a princess to me. And when you go to that <laughs> planet and Kylo takes it and everything like that, that scene is still one of the best of Star Wars ever with, you know, Kylo coming out and stopping. Oh my God. Uh, from yeah, Poe And everything cool. like that, it catches your attention, but man, it would just bring you in so much more. And the build up here to air the empire is just setting this entire different plateau. And like you were mentioning too off air. Now, if we had to build up in that in, in that sequel of having Grogu and having Ahsoka and having Ezra and having Sabine, like it would be an entirely different emotional level. You would have gone from having a billion dollars. Like this would have been what Endgame and Infinity would have been. You would have made $2 billion for these movies oh, in the box office. Because- these- take those movies and if god willing if we were lucky enough to still have carrie fisher around at this point to have han and leia and luke as part of those as well
0: ball gap so what you do i think is really simple so one of the i don't remember when uh rebels ends but rather than have space whales take them out of the galaxy you have it
1: more or less ends um before I mean, t- luke
0: i think there i think there's an
1: episode with leia in
0: it no i mean like more so like in terms of like the real date in our real world okay rather than rather than them being gone in a different galaxy and having to deal with like the wills and stuff or whatever weird yeah. fantasy stuff you want to do you have them trapped in the unknown reach regi- it regions or you have them go back to Scylla, which is thron's home world mm-hmm. with either a clone of Palpatine or a clone of Luke or a clone of Anakin mm. or whatever, right? And you're working on that cloning technology on the Star Destroyer Chimera. The beginning of Episode 7 is them actually being found or them coming back to the galaxy as this you know this Imperial Remnant. And Thrawn is attacking the New Republic. He's building the support of all the other Remnants in the empire maybe you have the battle of jack who maybe you don't and then that way you can really easily explain like the return of palpatine or the return of whatever and this ice planet instead of exegol it's the Shis homeworld it's thron's homeworld
1: not bad uh instead of captain phasma
0: that? instead of like the first order you have all these imperial remnants who have been putting together their armor in different colors and different things like that so you can mm-hmm. tell who's the, whose army they belong to Mm. um instead of captain phasma or with captain phasma you you blend her with his lieutenant with the gold mask yeah you have luke's new jedi order with ben solo and then when ben whenever he decides to turn evil which could be the first movie could be the second movie whatever it's like while he destroys the jedi the, the jedi temple and whatever planet they're on you have him Fight and potentially kill Ahsoka or Ezra or Sabine or whatever.
1: Maybe even Han still.
0: Yeah, you could have him kill Han and then fight Ahsoka and Ezra while the Knights of Ren destroy the temple, and then the Jedi are basically over. And then Luke has to rebuild with Shin. Or what? Or Ray? Or yeah, because now the or... sequel
1: is kind of wacky in the sense of grogu and ahsoka and ezra and sabine and potentially shin of all these maybe even cal um of all these <laughs> like big ass jedi that we've started the form with and
0: like yeah none of them are around it's just ray oh yeah exactly right and the counter the, the hard the, the tough counterpoint to like a lot of these arguments in the star wars universe is like how do all these, like the, the galaxy is so big, right? How does this event always happen to like the same 25 people? Yeah. So that's man. why
1: I like the Benicio Del Toro thing in Last Jedi. Again, because it, it built the it ring. That's the only thing that Ray, I've said it two episodes in a row. Rain Johnson, it's the only thing he did good in Last Jedi is he had the idea of a bigger universe and how it's affecting right. things on both sides
0: well, not even not that of course that that's that's a it's a really cool point in the real world you know to really to really foreshadow like the u s. military industrial complex. Um, but yeah. I also mean like, let's say I'm living on planet X, y, Z. Would I necessarily hear about Thrawn returning? The answer is yes or no, right? if if you really believe that the main characters should be in all these series, then yes, I have to hear about them. I have to then go to where it's happening and then like, oh, it's the gang be- is all back together. Which is really, but the, the opposite is really yeah. unsatisfying. If Ahsoka Tano's like, I'm retired from fighting, I'm gonna go live on this beach planet on Scarif, for example, and no one's ever gonna bother me ever again. And you just never see her again. It doesn't make any sense why she shouldn't be a part of uh, the sequel trilogy, Our our version of the sequel trilogy.
1: And I mean, as far as canon goes, we know that she is dead by Rise of Skywalker because she is one of the sure. voices that speaks to Rey. I'm just going by what
0: the canon yeah, is. no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We hear her voice, yeah. which she would have been great if she sacrificed herself to let Luke and the other Jedi leave the Jedi Temple as Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren destroy the Jedi Order. And I mean, even even
1: even in Force Awakens, the pattern of she would have tried to train, she would have met with Ray and tried to train Ray, and then help Ray Ray get to Luke, and then Luke would have trained her. So you have Anakin's Padawan teaching her, and then Anakin's son teaching her. So at least if she said she was Rey Skywalker, she has a it little makes, bit yeah. more leeway. If she had <laughs> Anakin's Padawan and Luke's yes. son teaching yeah. her, she had a little bit of a legacy of Padawan of of Skywalker's teaching her instead so of just one.
0: Because she I would mean, I guess the Leia ta-
1: and then I guess Leia in the third one. So then you have three, in a way. There,
0: yeah, that's a, and that makes way. That's that's a really really good point that you just brought up. I I love that exactly. I love how we're able to make these points into a cohesive story for a three-movie trilogy that took us 10 minutes of planning. Like, holy shit, yeah. we're done. Like, that that took more... that That's more well-fleshed out than the sequel trilogy that we continually rag about, I know. Um, but what we're seeing now is a cast of characters, and I didn't watch Rebel, so I'm not as attached as you are, maybe some other people. But what we na- ha- now have... Are tangible timelines and tangible connections to these new characters to help take the burden off of Han, Luke, and Leia to carry the sequel trilogy forward. Han and Leia don't have to live in every movie. We can kill Han, we can kill Leia, we can kill Luke. But to come out of the left field like they did in the other movies is really, really unsatisfying compared to what we were able to do and then have, oh yeah, like for all we know uh dinjarin and what's her nuts and sabine have reformed the mandalorians and they're gonna help they're gonna help fight the first order or the new empire like well yeah i mean
1: we're also gonna get to
0: to return the favor of the siege of mandalore
1: Mm, well i have to imagine that sabine is gonna see bo katan again
0: do you have like uh do you have like evidence why? Like I'm like why do why just, do you think I mean, that?
1: Just because I think everyone from Mando is gonna be an heir of the Empire. That's that is that simple.
0: Well yeah. You would think that you would think that the reformation of Mandalore is gonna happen because you're probably gonna have later.
1: Thrawn with his night sisters and all of them together and the yep. empire that he has built against the mandalorians and the jedi that we have gotten to know and i can't wait till little grogu pulls out his little lightsaber and gets ready to go yoda's lightsaber
0: well where is yoda's lightsaber that's a really because
1: we saw him get it
0: was it yeah he
1: was he was offered the chain was he not it was the chain link or the lightsaber right that luke offered him
0: oh okay so luke had it from dagobah
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I don't think it's it was ever like explicitly. mentioned stuff
1: from Yoda's house. Like
0: Well. Taking my stuff you are. <laughs> well, do you know what um So do you know what Yoda's blanket is? No. Uh it's uh Quegon's robe. No way. Apparently. That's cool. Yeah. Like, See, like, just stuff like that. Just like a really, because it, it's it's very, it's clearly a jet It's the same material as the Jedi robes. Um, yeah. I don't know where it got confirmed or or if it's just like a fan theory, but that's what people think or hope it should be.
1: So, not watching Mandal, uh, not watching not Mandalorian. Um, uh, Rebels. Obviously, you don't have the connection to Sabine and Ezra, but I would imagine still, you're like, hey, I don't have this connection, but this is still a rad moment. Oh, he's a handsome guy. Space Jesus Part Two. <laughs> he was. He learned from Obi Wan, man. He learned from Obi Wan. He saw in in the first episode or second episode of Rebels, he sees a hologram from Obi Wan sending a message out after Order sixty six.
0: Okay. And he must
1: be like, one day I will grow a beard like that.
0: No, he looked he looked great. uh you could really tell their like instant connection and their chemistry. Yeah. uh, Which so that's a big plus, even if even if I'm not really connected to them as characters. Um. I'm interested to see his power level. He's up That's there, apparently. Big... Well, but how? Why? Like, I need to know this. So, um, I like that. They, I just... like too that Balin
1: talked about his parents. And who and was it? Balin or was it uh, Thrawn that talked about his parents?
0: His parents,
1: because there was a line talking about how does Ezra. He's like, he came from like. Kind of scrapper disciples of the Jedi Temple or something like that. And that's oh, how he he's has- talking
0: about the lineage, like because yes. because Ez- Ezra was never trained in the temple, so how could he be a Jedi? Yes. And then Balin just brushed off, and he was like, "Oh, he comes from scraps from the Jedi Temple." Yeah, and then he was then he was taught by Kanan, as if he like looks down on Kanan because Kanan's training was obviously very incomplete.
1: Yeah, because his his master, I cannot remember her name, but
0: uh, Deepa master- Balaba. Thank you. But she, uh, her master, she was killed in
1: Order 66.
0: Her master is Mace Windu. Mm. Is it? Yes, it is.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, she was unfortunately killed during Order 66 and Kanan got away.
0: Yeah, we see that in Clone Wars, I believe. Yes. And yeah. in Rebels. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what he wasn't talking about his parents, he was talking about his Jedi lineage, which is very important there, for okay. this. Uh, he was talking, it's like really come up a lot this show. The lineage
1: when Balin talks you you were glued like Balin it, it's for many reasons it sucks that Ray Stevenson is gone I feel like he had this whole next level of his life of doing graduation speeches and freaking narration for like nature oh, okay. docs and all this stuff because he <laughs> World has War such a,
0: documentaries
1: yeah he just when he talks you were so focused into what he's talking about him it's and almost, Ron, They yeah. just command with their tone.
0: It's it's a lot of the tone, and then I, it's also, like... It's, like, not, not quite, like, a British royal accent. It's also, like, not, not a British accent. It's, like, very sophisticated, and I... It's... Because, like, British English is kind of, like, the predominant yeah. version that we hear in large parts of the world, or it's what a lot of people learned from Uh so it just like really grips you then of course like well Lars Mikkelsen just like he just is the Thrawn voice and it's just that's just what it is Um, no crumbs were left his eyes look the red eyes were just great though
1: yeah I you know I I was kind of critical of the Hera makeup and it wasn't huge in that but everything with Thrawn is fantastic
0: well, I like, too, that he's, in a lot of the pictures and a lot of the comics and stuff, it it, it portrays Thrawn as being, like, a little bit older, or a little bit younger and, and fitter. Um, yes. I kind of like Thrawn being, like, middle-aged. He had a little bit of a pudge. He did have a bit of a pudge. And, you know, I wasn't against it, because yeah. as the Grand Admiral, and they called him Grand Admiral, or Balin called him Grand Admiral, yes. like, he probably eats very, very well, and everyone else just scrapes by. Yeah. Like, you know, there's some Lord of the Fly stuff where, like, those stormtroopers are like the craziest of the crazy because they killed off the non believers or something like that.
1: Mm -hmm. If they even uh, eat, again, if they're just put together by Night Sister magic.
0: On another level, that Fergan Star Destroyer. So, first of all, it's called the Chimera.
1: I figured, I was like, when this Lego set comes out too, people are going to go crazy for it
0: so it's called the chimera that's his personal flagship of the 7th fleet um it's basically been it's basically been described that way uh not the part of it falling apart obviously um but the two-headed snake on the underside of it is it's based it's 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 a hallmark since the heir to the empire novels 30 years ago so the fact that it's like officially official is uh like that's the kind of fan service you want. Didn't explain it to anybody, but if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. And I loved, I, I loved like the the ramshackle deconstruction of parts of it. Like you could see the structure of parts. You could see how they like took armor from other places and put it on other parts of the ship. Like, thank you, yeah, good,
1: good, good remembering that. I, remember I it here.
0: A, it's obviously not at full strength. But I really want to see it in a space battle. Yeah. Like, do really the guns know. still work? Or, like, what kind... Like, do they have to make... Did they design or make new guns based off of, like... Did they steal um, guns off of other ships? Like, we still don't know if there's other, like, kind of space... um Species in this other galaxy yet. But I want to know. I got a theory, too. I wonder okay.
1: if... They're able to keep Thrawn there, right? But they get lost in that in that area, right? And if the skeleton crew, they end up finding them.
0: Oh. Interesting. Yeah. I don't even know who is this is skeleton crew with uh Jude, Jude Law. Yeah, and kids. Hmm. Same time frame as the Mandalorian and its interconnected spinoffs after Return of the Jedi. So it's a coming-of-age story. Okay, well... I'm not... uh, I'm not against it. That makes
1: sense, though. They are young kids.
0: Are they? Oh, yeah. They're little babies. Guess who's in Skeleton Crew, not named Jude Law? Who? Jaleel motherfucking White. What? yeah the comeback
1: this might be the comeback he was just in um after party too he was tiffany haddish's love interest
0: really was he good
1: well they kind of like yeah he was good he was good i was like okay. what because they did like like so she's like not a cop anymore and she's like oh like i gotta she, she gets into like writing books and then she writes a tv show and the guy that Plays one of the guys from the Sam Richardson's character is Jaleel White. He's like, oh, who'd you get from playing? And it was actually Jaleel White. I love you, Jaleel White.
0: So it was Jaleel White playing Jaleel White? Yeah. Oh, that's even better.
1: Yeah. And it's funny because I saw some 90s convention. He wasn't there. And everyone from Family Matters was there. And every single person had nothing but nice things to say. I think everyone just wants him to succeed.
0: Right. So, awesome. Yeah, Good for him there's a lot of people that could use use as a strong word. I don't know what other word to use, but a little bit of like Disney magic can really just,
1: I mean, for me give, personally, he's Sonic the Hedgehog, but.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you watch a lot of Urkel?
1: Oh yeah. Every Friday night.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, you were like, you, you were prime time for that. I, I imagine.
1: Mm-hmm. The best was when, um, uncle phil showed up on an episode out of nowhere
0: yeah there was a crossover i i don't think i ever saw it It, it was like a, it.
1: it was like the epilogue and um they were like oh I, this guy says he's you or something like that and then uncle phil walks in and they surprised the dad from family matters he had no idea that james avery was coming in <laughs> they surprised him cool. at the end
0: yeah oh huh. yeah all right we got anyway. sidetracked we questions. got sidetracked a little but but that's that's okay so if
1: james avery was alive you know he'd be playing a sith in the show just with his voice yeah he's pretty yeah. much just do the shredder voice
0: oh
1: uh a really good use of animals in this whatever the the kind of dog wolf hybrid thing was really like those characters need to see more of those like those yeah that's cool i like the i thought for for a brief second did you not think that ezra was one of those bandits
0: yes uh like when she so she slices um she like up slices one of the guys and like cuts the mask and maybe like cuts his eye yeah and i was waiting for some kind of like not a callback but some kind of like oh like we're gonna and i think we did i think he's one of the one of the bandits that um was pointing at Shin and or a Skull and Hattie. Mm-hmm. So in my mind I was thinking it was gonna be one of them. But it was also like kind of that's the one part of the pacing of the episode that was way too convenient for me where it was like very video game-esque, where it was like, beware of the bad guys outside of town, and then five minutes later you run into bad guys. Yeah. It was just kind of like, oh here's here's an open world video game tutorial more or less. Um so I didn't love it that much, but the design of them was was cool. I didn't.
1: The, tell the me. funny thing about this episode is, you know how sometimes you see these Marvel or Star Wars or Succession episodes, just like four images, uh, of this episode without you no know, acknowledgement or whatever, right? So like, I was like, oh, this would be easy. You would like just do like um like a Smurf, and then you would do um the trolls from um from Frozen, the little. Roll Trolls from Frozen. Yeah, you do the yep. Witches from Hercules. Yep. And then you just do Jesus.
0: Basically it. That's um, yeah Yep. That's right.
1: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Be here all day.
1: I'm gonna try yeah, to make the this episode, game like, for the next four times.
0: You could you could probably do that actually. I'm gonna do episode, that on fresh take tonight.
1: I'm gonna do that on fresh Episode take six.
0: Episode six and four images. I'm gonna do that from now on.
1: Ahsoka without context
0: what would that have been
1: that's what that, that's what i said
0: that's what i know no, but like what that's... What would episode what would episode five be
1: episode five. Oh my god just tears
0: yeah right uh no it'd probably be like rainbow road rainbow road yeah um oh definitely like uh like uh what's the ghost of christmas past or whatever like uh christmas uh, carol yeah. yeah 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 christmas carol would be a good one yeah uh
1: jekyll and hyde
0: Yeah, that's a good one. And then something to do with uh, Paul Young Lee.
1: Or Annoying Kids for Jason.
0: Oh, He's got a lot of
1: pluck. As Van Lathan says, I can't stand pluck. And that Jason's got a shit ton of pluck.
0: Well, I I get it. Like, he's kind of like a special kid. (laughs) I just, I can't, I, I really, really can't believe at the end of that episode, Hu Yang was like, he has abilities. Just say he's got the goddamn force. Like love the whole ga- the whole galaxy knows what it is. Well, it was one
1: year when the Appa, He's like, he has abilities, and Oppa's like, okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: like you should. Well, why we just say like he has the force? His father was a Jedi.
1: <laughs> like you're training him. Like,
0: uh, you were training him for his, five thousand oh, years. God. Okay, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Sorry, just gonna say I gotta get off a of Star Wars name correctly. Captain Carson.
0: Te- Teva. Carson Teva, that's his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, so I I mean I don't really have any more notes. I think Balin, again, is just one of the best characters we've seen. Thrawn, there there was a high level mark to set from the books, from the comics, from rebels, and you couldn't have nailed it better.
0: Well, you know what? It's just, it's so life is so easy when you make, I guess we'll call it like the easy decision.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The voice actor, fairly prolific actor. Not quite a household name, but you you know him from two or three things. The voice is spot on compared to all the audiobooks from the 90s, or even the audiobooks, the new Thrawn trilogy audiobooks modeled his voice basically after him so it's like why not just use him it's the same thing like if when if or when they do a live action kanan like it's just right there use freddy
1: so the director of tonight was jennifer gritson who uh, directed a crap tone of madman episodes oh including Zuby Zuby zoo
0: oh she okay. did that. i really she did. i really saw her style come out there she did those two first episodes of Zuby
1: zoo Oh my god. She directed the suitcase. No way. Yeah. Let's go. Maybe the greatest episode and te- one of the greatest episodes in television history. The greatest episode of Mad
0: Men. Oh, easily.
1: Um The Gypsy and the Hobo. She also did.
0: Is that the one with the episode? with it with waltz or not waltz sorry uh don's flashback that's what
1: don's flashback when the yeah. hobo said like when you go on the fence and if a yeah. person yeah. lives here they do that yeah yeah there's a there's a few other ones but those are some of the ones that that stand out and she also directed asian carter daredevil um how to Way to get away with murder two episodes of westworld dead to me um yeah so pretty uh pretty good resume some episodes of master of sex orange to new black
0: been around so, veterans
1: dudes. yeah so yeah and, and like i said arguably the greatest episode of Mad Men ever
0: i got no problem with the direction of the episode uh the the dog thing looked great a little convenient how like it's just basically like a big puppy that doesn't want to be like wants to be tamed because sabine was nice to it but that's like my really like my like only real gripe.
1: She went full Jedi. She can talk to animals.
0: Yeah, when she can start healing herself, then I'll then I then she's really like a Mary Sue. Yeah. let not get it's started. coming. It's going to come. She's going to do something really ridiculously powerful and you're going to be like, "Oh, this is lame, but I mean, good for her." I mean, I I would
1: say now we've had 3 banger episodes.
0: Are we in, in parts, now? Like we're we're fully I'm, in.
1: I'm I'm fully in. Yeah, I I think you know, I liked uh, I liked the first episode and the second episode. They were they were decent. Third episode was up and was okay. But since four, especially five and six, I really love this episode. I I know five was very special for people. This episode was one of my favorite episodes of the year. I I love this episode.
0: Uh, it was very. You know what it was it was very like whimsical, like it made us feel like we we're actually on an adventure for once. Mm-hmm. The first couple like the first couple episodes really cemented that like we're doing this character that everyone loves, blah 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 blah. but the the one r- critical downside of the show is it took a long time to get going.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now that it's going, I have no problem with it. um it just I just feel like we really wasted like three episodes.
1: I agree. Um, I'll give you the directors for the final episodes before we go on here. So the next episode is by Gita Vanzant Patel. Okay. And she's directed episodes of House of the Dragon. Uh, the Great which is a show a lot of people liked it. Of course, she just got canceled. Um, Santa Clarita Diet, Superstore, the Mindy Kaling Project, Fresh Off the Boat. That makes, so a lot of comedy. Nothing really dramatic here aside from House of the Dragon.
0: But House of the Dragon is a good one because going to they're going to know how to do... She directed probably the
1: best episode of House of the Dragon.
0: Okay. I was going to say, whether it be action, whether it be large casts, uh, effects, or stages, like it seems like she has that experience or they have that experience. Sorry.
1: And then the director for the finale is Rick Famawaya.
0: Oh, baby. Go,
1: baby. So he directed, obviously, Mando. A lot of the best episodes of Mando he directed. Yep. Um, he directed uh, the Magic Johnson documentary. Dope. Brown Sugar. The Wood. So, solid director.
0: Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm.
1: so, Going out. Cool. So Filoni is like, I'm good. <laughs> I directed the one I wanted to direct.
0: Do you blame him though? Like where he's just like, yeah, I wrote this story, but like I get to do this one, and people are like, yeah,
1: fair enough, yeah, that's fine, yeah,
0: yeah. Fine.
1: I, it's it's disappointing. No, Dallas uh, Bryce Howard, but I guess the episode she directed to Mando was, <laughs> I liked it, but I know a lot of people didn't like it. What Lizzle Jack Black one? Which one? She directed the Lizzle Jack Black one in the last season of Mando.
0: Oh, whatever. Like
1: I. I, I... I... It was like this murder mystery. It was. It was again. It was weird with the plot, but I thought it was a fun episode.
0: It it, like it really like dud. It doesn't really like affect. Like I, I'm not negative against it at all. So whatever, who cares? Yeah. But Bryce Dallas Howard has done other like really good things though. Mm -hmm. So there we go. We got two episodes left. Star Wars back because I'm thinking
1: it might be back. Mm
0: No, it's way too early to say. It was back for one week, and people loved it. But like, it just it last week scratched the itch of like this is how we as fans of this shit of this series should feel all the time.
1: Yeah, I. It's too bad that Mando was subpar. Like, I'm gonna say Mando's yes. history was
0: bad. It was just in the middle. The problem because... is, is that it also ran Iran co-current with and uh, Boba Fett. And Andor, and it came yeah. after Andor, and Andor set a
1: different level for what people wanted from Star Wars. It's just that kind and of the Boba thing Boba Fett where
0: side, too. Boba Fett and Mando 3 were kind of like, oh, this really feels like a blatant cash grab. I feel really, like I've said this, I felt really manipulated into like watching these shows, not yeah. because of like any kind of emotional tie, I mean, but it did not reach the same heights because like mando season one was the biggest show in the world for like the whole time it was out yeah and that's how we should have like that's how we should be feeling about star wars as a series that's how we feel about this like look
1: at the theories we're going with with mando season three it's like cool so we saw we're on mandalore and saw the you know the the big beast thing i'm losing what it is in my mind um mythosaur the mythosaur, and that should have British gone. But because Catherine Kennedy was like, eh, this Grogu money, baby, let's see some more. Yeah. It kind of yeah. ruined the show because Grogu's just there. And he, yeah, he, the interference was such. It should have been all about Mandalore and rebuilding Mandalore and everything you're going after on there and, and what it means to be a Mandalorian. But instead, we had Grogu and pirates. And yeah, it was, <laughs> dude, yeah, weird. It's all right. It's all good. Yeah very weird but Soka right now three episodes we are uh so that's what I'm saying like if you could have gone from Andor to a good Mando season to this yeah I think the height on Star Wars right now would be very good but unlike with their counterparts right now on Marvel at least we can see where we're going right so there's this part of me being a Star Wars fan I'm excited to see where we're going as within Marvel and hopefully Loki can get us a little bit more excited about stuff. But Marvel, I, I guess I know where we're going, but I'm not excited because there's still no clear direction in it.
0: Well, every time I refresh Instagram, it's like 10 things that they haven't talked about in Marvel yet. And it's been like, some of these things have been going on for like five years. Like so. a
1: giant hand out in the middle of the world.
0: Don't get me going on the giant alien sticking out of the earth, okay? Just don't get me going.
1: Uh, But Ahsoka... I would give this episode a,
0: um, they went a nine. Yeah, it's probably eight and, and a half to nine. It's probably an eight, eight point zero. But I'm, I'm happy with an eight point zero for it. Yeah, absolutely. It
1: was uh, really well done. Two episodes to go here, and we will see how it rounds out. Thanks everyone for listening to nostar Lane. That's Devin Seal. I'm Josh Arbuthnot. Until next time, folks. Cheers, and may the force be with you. Thank you for listening to the Fresh Take Network. May the force be with you.